I'm here to tell you that if you're trying to sell a house in this market and you're not in a hurry to go anywhere else, then this is definitely your market. Because let me tell you something, houses are getting snatched up like crazy. The house hunt, um, relocating, it's, it's, it's crazy because people are like outbidding each other. It's, it's almost like an eBay of housing. You know, you like you thought you you know. I just thought back in the day when somebody put posted something on there and they said, "Hey, it's it's going to cost ten dollars." I'm just using a figurative number. I figured, okay, man, here all for twelve. No, 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 no. These there's people out there bidding five and ten thousand dollars higher than the advertised price. That's how that's what the that's what the housing market looks like. You know, you don't think about that when you know you get all happy. It's like, oh man, you know, we sold our house in four hours. Blah 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 blah. Then you try to go around and do the same thing and purchase a house. So if you're in the market to sell your home, now is the time to do it. Depending on the neighborhood you live in, you're definitely going to make some loot if you got a good school system, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're not in an absolute hurry to go to another place, or maybe this is this is the time to be. I'm going to talk about that. I just talked about that. That's really all I've got to say on it. It's crazy how this has been like our fourth trip to Illinois, fourth or fifth. You know, look at these nice houses. You look, and then as soon as you hit the refresh page on realtor.com, boom, contingent, boom, pending. Well, you're like, well, fuck. What am I going to do? I'm telling you, Winnebago and an extension cord. I've got it all figured out. Park that fucker right by the track. Plug it in. Boom. That's just that's just kind of like the, the stage to get in at there. So definitely if you're in the uh, buying type. Oh, by the way, you're not listening to any kind of real estate uh, advice program. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. I am Alex B., uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You know the deal. The Alex B. Podcast. Hopefully you've been enjoying DoorDash Diaries. It's just stupid stuff I do with my phone in between deliveries to try to make people laugh and try to give you an insight of what goes on when you're a dasher, when you're out there delivering food to people. And you see those cheapskates when I, the, the, the alert goes off and it says three bucks. You're like, I'm not doing that, dude. Because DoorDash pays us $3 to, to do a food delivery. So if one comes in and says the run is three bucks, yeah, it, it, all you got to do is look at the map. Study the geography and you know whether or not you're going to get make money. Because sometimes people will leave you cash so you don't have to claim a tip. Sometimes they'll add it after the fact. Sometimes you ain't going to get nothing. Um, so occasionally, you know, you take one of those, you know, $3 ones, you take one for the team. And then you think, then whoever's doing the programming is like, oh man, this sucker's going to do this one. Let's do him another one. Nah, man. I got a buddy of mine that was doing DoorDash for a while. He said, man, don't do nothing less than five bucks. And look at the mileage. Because you definitely want to get hosed in that. So, yeah, DoorDash stuff there. I hope you're enjoying the videos. You can check those out. I posted those on Instagram and Facebook. Just kind of goofy stuff. I'm not, like, showing anybody's address. I'm not showing anybody's personal information. I just like to crack jokes in people's driveways and hope they don't overhear me. That's all. I am going to tell you about some nonsense that happened the other night. Now, I obviously didn't do it in a DoorDash video because I was so pissed off. And I didn't want to put them on full blast and get in trouble for showing people's personal information, et cetera, et cetera. But... That started out a night that was going to be shitty because then I lost my dog later. So I'll talk about that in a second. I'm a huge pet lover. So anyway, I go to this house and they give me the address. Let's. I'm just going to say the address is XYZ Main Street. Okay. So I thought I was at XYZ Main Street and I dropped the food off and I took a picture of the food and DoorDash sends them a picture and says, hey, your food's been dropped off. So this road happens to be dark. Nobody does, nobody turns a fucking porch light on anywhere, which is bizarre to me because you're not going to have your, your mailbox labeled where I can see it. I can't see your house lights that are like on the door trim of your door because there's no porch light on, but I'm supposed to get the order correct. 
So I thought I dropped it off at the right house, okay? So I send, you know, I get a text message and you can text your DoorDash driver through the DoorDash portal or whatever. And she literally doesn't say, just comes out of the box. So obviously she must have been looking out of the window or something or one at the stupid, you know, cam that everybody has on, on their doorbell. And she goes, uh, you delivered to the wrong, I didn't get my food. You delivered to the wrong house. Okay. I delivered, I delivered two doors. I was two doors down. I said, you know, my, I said, no, well, first she said, um, I saw the picture of your delivery and it's not, it's not my house. My house is not white. I said, well, first of all, um, I point the camera down at the pavement because, you know, I usually set it down there on the porch. So I don't know what house you saw in the picture. So we kind of go back and forth. And I said, then she says, what can we do to rectify this situation? And yeah, do I go back to the house? that I delivered to, and they're going to lie to me anyway. And they're going to say, you know, no. So I said, I'll make you a deal. Send me your order because I don't have the order in front of me. And I will buy the order out of my own money because I legitimately made a mistake. I'll admit it. She goes, why don't you just go back to the neighbor's house and get it? So I don't know if they were like in cahoots or they wanted to try to make like a fucking TikTok out of it. That delivery guy got all caught up in some stuff. I don't know what was going on, but I wasn't going to do it. Because when I pulled in the driveway of the neighbor, when I came back, food was off the porch. Lights were off, man. They got a free meal. <laughs> Bet. Okay, do what you got to do. So I offered her to buy the meal out of my own money. It was a McDonald's up there on Mount Comfort. I said, tell me what your order is. I'll buy it out of my own money. She writes back and says, uh, no, thanks. I'll just go back to Grubhub. Thank you for trying. And then reports me for not delivering a meal. DoorDash gets really uptight about that when you don't deliver a meal because they want to make sure you're not stealing food, etc. So they said, explain to us what goes on. And I said, well, look, first of all, you guys can see the text messages. I said... Did I deliver a meal? To, did I deliver a meal? Yes. Did I deliver to the wrong house? Yes. Did I offer to correct this mistake at my expense out of my own money? Yes. And she refused. Therefore, it's not, you know, it's not a violation, I guess. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, why am I going through all this bullshit when I'm not even going to be doing this job in two weeks? Like, dude, I'm going to be Collinsville, back in my element, back at the job, back at the JLB. Why am I worried about, you know, you know, somebody who got pissed off that they didn't get their Big Mac meals? And I let that consume me for the time being. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. Da, 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 da. And let it get worked up. And then that was going to be the start of worse news later on in the morning. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. And if you're going to listen to this podcast at any time and say, well, it's just an animal. It's just a dog. Then don't, just don't even just, just stop listening to the podcast right now. Because I happen to take a loss of an animal very seriously. Because I think animals are part of your family. And uh, we'll talk about it next on the Alex B Podcast.
Alright, this is the story of Fanny's dog. For the dog that chases its tail, we'll be busy. These are clapping dogs, rhythmic dogs, harmonic dogs, house dogs, street dogs. Dogs of the world unite, dancing dogs. Funky dogs, nasty dogs. right there you can never ever go wrong with george clinton atomic dog i don't care how old you are i don't care what kind of music you listen to that song never fails you're listening to the alex b podcast connect with the podcast on social media facebook instagram and twitter the username all one word the alex b podcast welcome back to the podcast so you just heard you just heard this what happened with doordash okay all that nonsense i'm getting worked up over something crazy everybody knows that knows me that sees my social media knows i'm a huge dog lover Dogs to me are like family. That's the way it is. So, our dog Boston, who is nine years old, um, you know, had this episode at three o'clock in the morning, like something was going on. You know, was making some barking noise or whatever. And uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell the full, full story because I'm gonna get upset. I'm gonna cry like a little bitch. And I just, I, I've done enough of that over the last couple of days. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just, I'm not. I don't take death well. So we had to go up to the emergency vet over there on 96th Street, 
and uh, or 116th, I don't know, because it was uh, when you're crying, you don't remember where the hell you're driving, you're just going. And, um, you know, she didn't make it. And it sucked because it's like, wait a minute, that's your dog, that's your family, that's your people. And I know a lot of people have different views about that with animals, but I'm a huge, huge animal lover because those animals, they love you unconditionally. When you come home, they're waiting for you. You know, they want you to love on them. They want you to feed them, you know, keep them safe, not abandon them. There's nothing I can't stand worse than seeing a dog run loose that has a collar on because people are not paying attention. Well, I thought he was out back. You know, I just, there's nothing that annoys me more. So if you can't take care of an animal, don't even bother doing it. And make sure you adopt. Don't shop, adopt. Look what happened at Uncle Bill's. He had a big fire or whatever. Nobody's there overnight. All those animals got lost. There's plenty of animals that need to be adopted out there that people gave, you know, gave them up because they didn't think they could handle them. So that whole, that whole's going on. I had the DoorDash stuff earlier today, trying to get a house built. It's like, literally, it's a making of a country song. It's like, I want to take all these different things that have been happening in my life over the last year, send them to fucking Jason Aldean and say, dude, you got a hit on your hands. Lost a job, da-da-da-da-da, trying to buy a house, sold a house, had an animal die. It's just, it's it's a recipe for a decent country song. And not by Taylor Swift, because she's, she's lame. Jason Aldean would be the one to do it. Or Luke Bryan, somebody. I think it has the perfect makings of it. Maybe I, I could be wrong. Whether you like it or not, Alex will be right back after this. Yeah, I'm chilling on a dirt road, laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones. Smoke rolling out the window. Sitting in the console Memory laid up in the headlights It's got me reminiscing on them good times I'm turning off a real life driving That's right, I'm hitting easy street on mud tires Back in the day, Potts Farm was a place to go Load the truck up, hit the dirt road Jump the barbed wire, spread the word Light the bonfire and call the girls King and the can and the Marlboro man Jack and Jim were a few good men Where you learn how to kiss and cuss and fight too Better watch out for the boys in blue And all this small town, he said, she said Ain't it funny how rumors spread Like I know something y'all don't know Man, that talk is getting old You better mind your business, man, watch your mouth Before I have to knock that loud mouth out I'm tired of talking, man, y'all ain't listen Them old dirt roads is what y'all miss I'm chilling on a dirt road Laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones Smoke rolling out the To the metal like I'm racing Turn it up and let the speaker scream For Mr. Aldean But I call him Jason Reminiscing on the good times Water balloons, super soakers Wet t-shirts, women in bikinis Kenny Rogers, penny loafers Smoke blowing out the window And all my problems aside Just feel that summer breeze Lay back, kick it and enjoy the ride I'm chilling on the dirt road Laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones Smoke blowing out the window Sitting in the console 
A simple way to the podcast. Just type in the AlexBpodcast.com. You know, ironically, Jason Aldean was the last concert um, I went to before COVID kicked in uh, in Tennessee. Then all hell broke loose. And then get laid off from work, lose your job. And then here it is almost a year later, almost to the day, March 15th, almost a year later, and get back to work. And it, I'm, I'm 52. But I'm, luckily, I'm going back in the field that I'm familiar with. So that's a good thing. But imagine, you know, t- having the whole year off, essentially, and then going back into the workforce full force. Like all, everything that that, that, would, that would toll on a person. So I guess the question that I have is, how many times in your lifetime have you moved, period? And how many times was it for a job? Because in doing my research, not doing my research, but just recalling, this will be the third time I've moved to the St. Louis metro area for work. Uh, the first time was in 19, oh God, like 1989, 1990, uh, Lynn Dickey Sports Cafe. It was at 20th of Market Street at Union Station. Um, then I got booted from there because they switched over management companies, et cetera, et cetera. Then I came back to work for Walter Payton's America's Bar in that exact same spot, 20th of Market, Union Station, uh, kind of the same thing. They switch management companies over, et cetera, et cetera. So now this is the third time going to work with some team members I already know that I've worked with at other places. So they say third time's a charm, right? Does third time is third time a charm? Does that apply for moving? Because when I'm when I'm doing when I'm breaking it down, I basically move between here and St. Louis. So am I am I am I a Cardinals fan? Am I a St. Louis Blues fan? Am I still a Cubs fan? Like how does that work out? I haven't moved, lived anywhere else except for Indiana and St. Louis. I call St. Louis metro area. It's actually going to be, you know, around Collinsville, Illinois, right across right across the water, across the bridge. But the third time moving to the St. Louis metro area for work. And I, I, I do believe in this particular case, the third time is a charm because I know the people that are operating, operating the, the company and, you know, the plans that are happening. So I'm pretty excited about it because I'm, I'm old. Guys, I'm old. I just want to just go to retirement and chill and make it happen. And I'm going to be going sooner than I thought. So we'll talk about that as well. But third time's a charm. Um, first time I lived there, I lived in a place called South County off Telegraph Road. Uh, second time, lived in University City in the Bolivar area. Um, used to take the Metrolink to work. And then now, just across the water, St. Louis, the Lou, home of the St. Lunatics, home of Nelly, home of Murphy Lee. So I'm excited about it. I just don't know how many times have you moved in your life? 
A lot of people go from apartment to apartment to apartment, buying houses. Third time, same city. And if I'm going to talk about St. Louis, I'm going to wrap up the podcast, of course, with some Nelly. And then uh, I'll have a mix up there Friday night or Friday in the morning because I know I have, I've been kind of slacking. So thanks for listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Definitely uh, follow on social media, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the Alex B. Podcast. I like posting goofy stuff on there that I normally don't talk about on the podcast. Or you can uh, listen on Apple Podcast or Google. Now, I figured since I did make that mention of Nelly and going back to the St. Louis metro area, I'm like, what better way to sit there and wrap up the podcast again than to sit there and rock some Nelly? So thanks for listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Remember, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, the Alex B. Podcast. More surprises coming up this weekend. Stay tuned, all right?
tape on them. Damn, when those come out, so I write the date on them. These Louis Vuitton ones, you gotta wait on them. I had to get them early, so I spent more cake on them. Look, I'm trying to keep it up like a one-minute man. While I on a Kawasaki, two headbands, jewelry and all. Fishbowl in the mall. I got some security buying shoes and all. Now sometimes I get them free, and sometimes I gotta pay. Walk in the mall and you know what I'm about to say. Give me the black and the platinum and leather gray. Ones in the back and the pearl you got on display. Now in the boxes where I keep mine, keep mine, keep mine. Keep mine. Once or twice, but never three I'm times. I'm sneaker pro. I love Pumas and shell toes, but can't nothing confirm to a fresh crispy white pearl. I said, yeah. 